0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fine episode of the Blind Leading the Blind podcast. My name is Chris. And I am Mike. We are, as usual, coming to you
1: from the somewhat coming together confines of the B-Studio, or known as Studio B-E, in the basement of (laughs) B-Ministries. I became linguistically dyslexic for just (laughs) a moment i am getting a brain scan so that's going to be a fun thing
0: yeah 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 Yeah. maybe they'll find something i'm pretty excited to see that i wish i could see it well
1: i'll see if i can get the video and share it yeah i wish i could see it yeah i I I think those things are neat i'm gonna tell the midget to put on his sunday best before they scan me just so he's (laughs) well dressed and presentable because i have a feeling he's not most of the time
0: if you haven't been paying attention, uh, the midget referred to, or that he just referred to, is the little midget that runs around in Wilson's brain and kicks over all the filing cabinets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And then starts picking up something random and waving it at me like I'm supposed to see it.
0: Right. So, and where is the music coming from? No. <laughs> uh, That's 1978. <laughs> <laughs> is in September da, da, da. <laughs> you betcha uh, alright um, Mr. Wilson how may the fine folks that listen to our podcast uh, get a hold of us well if
1: you would like to contact us in any way shape or form uh, first off most of you have our phone numbers or at least a significant portion of you do please feel free to contact us say hi to us in church on Sunday because we're so lonely and if not then uh, look us up on Facebook Uh, We are there at Blind Leading, first name, all one word, last name, The Blind, all one word. There's a strange noise I just heard. I want to make sure I wasn't doing it. Um, You can also get a hold of us at uh, BlindPod, B-L-I-N-D-P-O-D, at gmail.com. And I understand we also have an Instagram presence. We do.
0: It's at The blind pod. Uh, and I still can't get into it. So there's, hasn't been anything new posted on it for oh, a long, okay. for a while. So as soon as, uh, I get that figured out, uh, then yeah, I may have to make a new, new Instagram channel. Cause if it won't let me do it, then I don't know. Well, We'll see. I don't know how many people use Instagram. <laughs> Lots of people
1: do they? Yeah.
0: I'm just old. Uh, I, I, well, p- prior to the podcast having a, a Facebook, <clears throat> I had uh, not been on Facebook for a while, um, and Instagram was the only social media that I had. Ah. Uh-huh. I follow a lot of spoon carvers and welders and guys that post really cool pictures of the artwork that they make. Well, that's cool. That's cool. And it appears that my voice is going all Barry White. You are. You are absolutely... So I apologize. Doing... Yep. <laughs> um... So uh, anything else interesting, Mr. Wilson, before I, we get going? Well, there's not a lot interesting. We,
1: usually this is the point in this podcast where we come up with a fun fact.
0: Yes, and it will be uh, momentarily. However, I, have, uh, I would like to interject into the normal uh, broadcast, if I may, for a moment uh, for something extra special. Okay, please. Uh, I will need you to uh, look away from your phone. I was bored. I was, ta- I was I was talking to people. No. I don't know when your birthday is. Okay, but I got you a gift. Oh boy! If you all can hear the crackling of the paper. Yeah. Uh, I got you something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do I have to put my hand in it? <laughs> well, you just there's going to be a lot of noise because there's a lot of paper wrapped around the item. Okay, I will try and do it. So. Any I don't know when your birthday is, but happy birthday.
1: It's in November. Well, thank you. We're (laughs) way off, but that's cool, too. It's okay. I'm doing things as far away from the microphone as my gorilla arms will allow me. (laughs) He got me a roll of packing paper. I am so
0: excited. Just be careful. Make sure your hand's on it when you uh, get to the end of the roll. Okay. There's a lot of paper. There's a lot of paper. Sorry (laughs) about them. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, there's a lot. (gasps) You
1: wonderful man, you.
0: (laughs) Mr. Wilson, tell the fine folks what you have.
1: He has procured for me an Opinel knife, carbon, nice blade. It's a little long, which I like, has a good handle, but it still functions as a pocket knife, a nice, easy, thank you, sir.
0: Don't worry, I got one too. Oh, we're twins. We're, we're knife twinsies. Uh, so here's the deal. In case you did not know this, so when you open the blade here, check this out. So this little top part. Oh, you almost killed yourself. Yeah. He just dropped a brand new knife on a concrete floor. That's all right. This so, part, mm-hmm. yep, it rotates and it locks. Oh, isn't that interesting? So that you don't chop your little fingers off, I like I almost did. Yes
1: everybody i'm sure everybody at home is just fascinated by this discussion well, That's very
0: cool. thank you very much yes that's very kind very satisfying metal on wood clip. yeah it's that click that
1: <laughs> i'll just sit here and hold this i'll be quiet no
0: clips no locks no springs it's just a knife just a plain wooden handle with a carbon steel blade and i don't know if you recognize this the spine of the blade drag the spine of the blade against your nail mr wilson It's at a 90 degree, so that should the need arise that you need to strike a ferrocerium rod to start a fire, it is a 90 degree spine, which will do so. Well, isn't that interesting?
1: See, I to, I'm just learning stuff. It's just, okay,
0: thank you, that's <laughs> fine. Okay, let's move ahead. All I'm right. putting this in my pocket right now. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah, see how fits? it fits? I hope it fits. It's not too big. The handle's kind of fat. I like it that way. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> yeah, you said that. <laughs> Not me. I'm just going to let it roll. Okay, yeah, please. Um, okay. So now it's time for the fun fact. Well, here we are already. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this week's fun fact, uh, we're going to talk about one of the most unlucky individuals to ever walk the face of this earth. Do you know who I'm referring to? Do tell, do tell. Is he perhaps Asian? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's interesting that you know, and and I didn't tell you. (laughs) You must have saw the same thing. I I saw it. Okay. So in 1945, Mm -hmm. uh, Tsutsomo Yamaguchi. Wasn't that, hold on,
1: Yamaguchi. ice skater, a figure skater. Okay. A Christy Yamaguchi. Okay. I remember
0: that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, No, what am I thinking of? Little electronic toy in the nineties. Tamagotchis? Tom- Tamagachis?
1: I one. have okay, now that I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Nineties were not
0: good. <laughs> kind of like the eighties. Oh, I found out I, I came I came up with an alternative to something that we were talking about. <laughs> uh remind me afterwards to tell you. Oh, you, you don't get to know
1: boys and girls. I wonder what this is now.
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> so there's a there's an Eric Clapton song. Mm-hmm. She don't mind, she don't mind, she don't mind. Propane. Oh, that's funny. Propane. And propane accessories. <laughs> propane is of the devil. Although I
1: am currently looking to purchase a tank. Oh, are you really? Um, that doesn't mean I'm giving up the charcoal. I'm just, I just want to have that option. For, for convenience? For convenience
0: speed. sometimes, yes. Yeah, when it's raining. <laughs> I don't care about rain. Well, well no, but like when I need to get this done before the downpour happens. <laughs> I've stood
1: over a charcoal grill with an
0: umbrella. Boys I understand. I love it. I understand. Uh, okay. So in 1945, Tsutsomo Yamagachi survived the atomic blast in Hiroshima, dragged himself to an air raid shelter, spent the night, caught the morning train so that he could arrive at his job on time in Nagasaki. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> where he survived another atomic blast. Oh, I wish I knew how long he lived. He's very old in this picture. So,
1: <laughs> it makes you wonder, doesn't it? Oh
0: my goodness. That is
1: absolute dedication.
0: Oh, insane. Yeah. Like do you you talk about the most unlucky guy to two two atomic bombs? In 48 hours, (laughs) he gets them both (laughs) and survives them. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's you know, he's anti radiation. And why, when I when you said morning train, I immediately went to the Sheena Easton song and started rewriting it. (laughs) (laughs) I won't, I won't thrill you with everything I thought of, but uh, it's weird. Okay, continuing on, I'm not entirely sure how many people know. Who shana easton is sheena easton is a scottish singer from the 90s and early 2000s my baby takes the morning train
0: that song oh okay 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 he
1: works from nine to five and then okay he takes <laughs> another home again to find me waiting
0: for him well look at you what you don't ever sing. I just did. i It's I'm like done. pulling teeth to get you to sing. I'm done now. All right. Well, that was our fun fact for this week. <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, I got a brand spanking new baby. Oh, he did. I did. And she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I have not yet procured a name. Well, you have to find her name. Yeah.
1: yeah. For those of you that don't know, he um, has a new Get box, a new guitar. Yep. I have seen it. It is beautiful.
0: You have smelled it.
1: I have sniffed it. There is a smell to new instruments, particularly guitars.
0: Particularly the ones that are finished with a nitrocellulose lacquer.
1: Nitrocellulose.
0: Oh, yes. I don't even know what that is. It's a very, so uh, it was big in the 60s through like 80s, and then they started using poly. Mm-hmm. but it's thinner. It's a real thin coating. I mean, you see guitars that are all worn out and relic where, yeah. where they're all beat up and yeah. rubbed and the finish is coming off of them. That's a nitro finish. It wears over time.
1: So, so they put it on with a spray?
0: Yep. Just like every other finish. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They do not dip guitar finishes. They spray them. It's just curious. Yep. Okay. So that's all the grand fun things that we have or that I have anyway do you have anything else I I, I mean I've got stuff but any yellow penguins
1: <laughs> no I, I just wanted to mention that uh, it was a curiosity to me if Stephen Hawking had turned into a zombie when he died would he have got up and walked around or would he just sat there and type.
0: Grawr! <laughs> <laughs> Grawr, Grawr. I I will eat your brain. Uh, uh, The chemical composition of your brain is smelling good to me. Uh. But
1: maybe he wouldn't because he wouldn't want to eat stupid brains because you are what you eat.
0: Right. He would only seek out like college professors. (laughs) (laughs) Other physicists. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's too good. That's a the visual in the head on that one is so good. It is. That's his wheelchair. Really good. I'm a horrible human. I apologize. All the pygmies in Africa. <laughs> okay. Well, Mr. Wilson, what what are we talking about today?
1: Well, we well we have run across this this. I I assume it's a guy. Um, a, a guy on Facebook that we've kind of been bouncing back and forth with. He's, his Facebook page is, is titled Geek with a Bible.
0: Yes, his the emblem on his profile picture uh, is a Star Wars uh, emblem with a cross. Is that what that is? Yeah, I believe that's the uh, insignia for the Empire from Star yeah. Wars. All right, No, the Empire from the Rebels. I don't know. I don't remember. My daughter would know. Okay. I, I wouldn't. I haven't seen it. In, it's been too long since I've watched it.
1: So, yeah. um, But he he's an interesting guy. He actually, I don't know if he has heard any of our podcasts. I kind of assume at this point he might have. Yeah, I don't know. But he asked if at some point he might be a guest, which might be fun because he's an interesting guy. I first found him in a Facebook post that was just a listing of Stephen Wright quotes.
0: Uh, okay. Stephen Wright
1: is a comedian very off the wall.
0: Okay.
1: Things like, um, how can you tell if you're out of invisible ink? <laughs> and if your car could go at the speed of light, would your heads li- headlights work?
0: <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Like Steven, I forgot we had
1: those. Stephen Wright and Emu Phillips were a couple of very funny comedians. Okay. What what uh, what this this geek with a Bible? What he posted was something that I had noticed. Uh, did I send it to you, or you sent it to me, or we shared it? I don't know. I, I don't
0: know. You tagged me in a comment on it.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I looked at it,
0: and I said, hey, I think that'd be a good topic. And then he showed up in the comments and was like, hey, I don't know if you guys do guests or not, but I'd love to be a guest. And I'm like, heck yeah, man. Yeah, bring it. So uh, at some point, I don't know if I would assume he's not in Ohio. I I would be surprised. So uh, we we could, but we have equipment now. We We could could call him. We could phone him in. We could phone him in and Bluetooth it to you guys. Yes. Yeah, we could do that.
1: So, but what he what he posted was this we Christians often fail by placing more importance on following Christian culture instead of following Christ. Okay.
0: So I have a lot of questions. As do I. Well, I I probably have less than you. What is Christian? I didn't mean that the way that it sounded. <laughs> Maybe I did. Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think you did.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just horribly not offended. What exactly is Christian culture? My question is, what is Christian culture? What is meant by that?
0: Uh, I'm not entirely sure, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, you know, reading through the comments... On that post, mm. someone sort of gave their own opinion of what that answer is, and and that that reply, if I if I remember correctly, was, you know, Christians by and large are known to the general public who are not Christians mm-hmm. uh, as being judgmental, mm-hmm. uh, very judgy, uh, mean, mm. uh, arrogant. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you. You know, uh-huh. you've heard the term holier than thou. Right. And, and I think that's what they were saying was Christian culture, at least to the world.
1: I, I, and I think to the world that, that could be fairly accurate or that, that Christians are needy or weak. Ooh. Or, oh, okay, oh yeah, I've heard that before. Um, or willing to buy a fable. With no evidence.
0: Oh, yeah. So like the imaginary sky wizard who does Ex- cool things for you when you give him money. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I've heard that one a lot, right. the, the sky wizard.
1: Right. So, I mean, there's that portion of it. And then I think within Christian churches, there are a lot of churches, call them denominations, uh, but they have their own culture.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely.
1: Um. Right, wrong, or indifferent. I mean, you know, Baptists have
0: potlucks. Well, they also have fried chicken and ice cream.
1: Well, that's always good. Yeah. I, so I guess I'm... When I read that, I my brain automatically went to... I didn't think so much what the outside world saw of a church. I thought immediately of what churches think of each other.
0: That's what I went to as well.
1: Which is, to me, it's so silly.
0: So, so my brain went there, and I agree with you, it is silly. And the other place that my brain went is, in general, in the United States of America, the church in general, church culture out in the public in general. Is what? Well, you, a lot of people, how do I say this? So people think of people like Stephen Furtick. Mm -hmm. and Joel Osteen Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know help me uh, maybe John Piper uh, maybe um, Todd White Creflo Dollar Uh, well that's a little old school but sure a lot of particularly in 2020 a lot of people uh, I have seen more memes made out of Kenneth Copeland in 2020 that's true than I have ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. so so there are all these public faces that are, that are out there of the quote-unquote, air quotes, church in America. Right. And that's what people equate to the church. Right, it's what they see. And they point at that and go, if that's what it means to be a Christian, if that's Christian culture, I don't want anything to do with it. Well, I, I, I was having a conversation
1: with somebody at one point, and this has been three or four years ago. Um, if the only thing that you get your news from is television or social media. Yeah. You need to probably be very careful about what you think and the opinions you form as a result of it. If the only thing you get in terms of Christian belief systems or churches is from the media or from social media, yeah, well, that's a flawed... Your information coming in is not good. Yeah. It's not... To me, it's not accurate. Is it accurate? Yes. Are there some <laughs> wackadoodles out there? Yes. Oh, no, sure there are. And people would look at me and go, you're a wackadoodle. I'm sure there are people who would look at you and say that. I was conversing with a doctor the other day. I think she looked at me and said that I'm a wackadoodle. Really? She didn't say those words, but she went, the look on her face. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. She thought I was too busy. 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 Like I had too th- much too much too many things on my plate. Okay. No. I don't even have that much on my plate. Unless it's peanut butter or smoked meat and
0: peanut butter on smoked meat?
1: I've never done that, but I just thought of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now I want to try it. Now smoked elvis. <sighs> peanut butter and jelly on brisket. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. With marshmallow.
0: Oh. 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 Okay. We need to make that happen. Yeah, that could. Good on you, sir. Good on you. (laughs) (laughs) I keep forgetting that we have sound effects now. (laughs) So they show up just randomly. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So what do you think of people when you think of uh, Christian culture?
0: You know... uh, this is such a weird question to try and answer because Mm -hmm. like you said, within churches, within local, local bodies, there are cultures within that body. Right. You know, and for instance, our church uh, is known primarily as a church who their primary work, I guess, mission focus is, is, um, is helping people who are, drug addicts and alcoholics and struggle with uh, life controlling issues, right? And Mm -hmm. that's you know, we're known as the church to send homeless people to. Yes. You know, we're known as the church to send drug addicts to, the people who just got out of prison, send them over here, you know. And so I think our quote unquote reputation in our community is that, Mm -hmm. you know. And there's a whole lot more that what we do beyond that, but I think that local bodies uh, have a tendency to develop a reputation within a community uh, as having their own specific culture. Yes. Sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. (laughs) Well, like take B Ministries, for example. This
1: is not a church, and and the people that are here, we're not set up to probably be very attractive to i to be careful how I say this because yeah. it's not true. Yeah. We're open to anyone. Yeah. Absolutely anyone. But there are people who might feel un- and who have in the past felt uncomfortable uh-huh. with the 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 people th- that are part of our church.
0: Yeah. That, well, I mean, well, that's what I was that's sort of a really short way to get around to where I was going was that there are churches who I would feel out of place in absolutely not uncomfortable because I love Jesus and I can go into any church and I don't care right but I would I would be looked upon as out of place right right because I'm not gonna wear a suit to church no right no it's never happened in my life and it's never going to happen probably I've done it plenty but I, I have not um and the reason is because I've always been of the opinion that um, the Jesus that I read about in the Bible hung out with regular dudes wearing regular clothes. They didn't oh, yes. get all suited up and dressed up in their Sunday best to go to the temple. Right. Right. Well, that would be your Saturday best, by the way. Well, whatever. Sorry. What are you, a Seventh-day Adventist? No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> just know that they were Jewish, so. That's true. That's a true statement. Sorry, I was picking a fight. Um <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, so there are places where a certain culture is allowed to be developed. Yes. Sometimes unhealthy.
1: Right, and sometimes encouraged. Uh huh. In order to present um, a picture of that church to the outside world.
0: Sure. Well, even if you just look at the construction. Of church buildings mm-hmm. around the turn of the century. Mm-hmm. You know, you see all these old, beautiful church buildings with these tall spires and bell towers and beautiful woodwork and all that stuff. It was meant to uh, display the glory of God to the mm-hmm. community. And
1: to inspire.
0: Yes. Um, and however, most of them now are just very pretty coffins because yeah, their the body inside is dying.
1: So, some are shells, some are barely holding on. There was an, an instance of a church not far from here who had to sell their building. They were part of a major diocese. Yep. And they were not financially supporting the size of the building. Uh-huh. And the diocese said, well, we're going to sell you. Yep. I mean, just told the board, we're selling yep. you. Yep. So y'all find a new place. Yep. Um, it happens.
0: You know, when you have six people attending on a Sunday in a building that holds 300 and they're all
1: over the age of 65
0: or 70. Right. And and it's just like it's there's nothing wrong with having an older congregation. I'm not bashing that at no, all. What no, no, I'm no. saying is it's it's obvious that no work has went into continuing the work that was there or to
1: grow generations yep. that are coming behind you.
0: Right. Um, anyway sorry we got off on a tangent on on that but when you think of <laughs> let me see how to say this when you think exclude our church that we attend okay okay and a, and there's a reason for that because I because obviously we are part of a body of Christ we love them we obviously agree with what's happening here we obviously feel like God's told us to be here mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. that doesn't count. Outside of that, look around Marion. Okay. Right. What do you think of when you see, when you think of some of the most prominent churches in Marion? Is the culture that comes to your mind inviting and representative of a biblical viewpoint? There you go. Or does it come off As standoffish and arrogant, and you can only come here if you do X, Y, and Z. Well, (laughs) uh huh. Yes, I led you right into. Just went all Stephen
1: Hawking on you. (laughs) Uh, I um. We present what we believe. Absolutely, come on, jump on that. If we believe that God will make us better people. Then we will be presenting our body of Christ as a place full of better people. It's called marketing. And there are churches that do marketing like that. Now, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing.
0: No, I think if you want to have a growth campaign, yeah. right, to, to grow your ministry, you gotta get out there, you gotta right. do some marketing. Right? right. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: But if your marketing leads you to become something different than who you really are, or something different than a, a biblical example of a body of Christ, yep. then there's the, the door is wide open for all sorts of difficulties. Um, and people then begin to pose so that they can belong, which is a basic human need, uh-huh. so that they can belong to this body of Christ, which is going to make them a better person.
0: Yeah, I, I think a lot of times when we speak of Christian culture, right? Think about, look across America, those prominent faces that I talked about in public, right? Mm -hmm. That the public looks at and sees as representatives as the Christian faith in America. Yes. Um, There are certain expectations in certain uh, facades that are put out. Right. Um, I don't want to say advertisements, but it kind of is. Um, You know, this whole in the 90s i guess maybe it was there's there was this whole movement across the united states uh, i'm sure it was there before but it became really big in the 90s this whole name it and claim it thing right oh yeah okay and then you know there are other things like that right and then you have prominent figures that pop up mm-hmm. that are the quote unquote public representative of that the face type of, thing, of the church yeah right and so there are these Expectations that are put out there, um, and so people go will go attend a church expecting that result. Right, right. I I'm going to this church because they believe this. They experienced X, Y, Z things, and I want that too. Mm-hmm. Right, and lots of times that is outside of simply. A relationship with God and obeying Him.
1: Absolutely. It's show me which buttons on the vending machine do I push to get what you've got. Yeah, there there's you go. all sorts of stuff that that's that's wrong with that. One is you're you're comparing yourself and your value to the value of someone else. Wrong.
0: And that is Christian culture in America.
1: It is. It, it really is. is. Do
0: I get value from belonging to a particular? Church. Right. Where I go to church, what church I go to, means something about me. Right. Uh, There used to be, and this
1: is in the 60s and 70s, um, a movement of, not a movement, but a a thing that went on where if you were a member of a certain church, then you were also successful in business because of the other business people that went to that church. It became very much
0: like a lodge. Well, it's weirdly enough, on my drive home from work today, I was listening to a radio program. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I can't for the. I have no idea who it was. I was mm-hmm. just flipping through, and I came across a radio program. It was uh, they were doing a probably a podcast like this, but it was like a radio show, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how church should not be uh, j- simply a body of believers who go and attend together and worship together and pray together and read the Bible together. It should also be a networking of business partners really yeah well it, it, what they were getting at was that there is an we so we as the church are supposed to be a counter culture to right. the, to the world right, right. and their their uh, point to what they were saying was that if if you're a part of a body of Christ and there's a roofer in your body of Christ and your roof is leaking guess what god provided somebody right there that you can can come meet your need with the understanding that he's a roofer
1: he runs a business, and he doesn't have to cut you a break because you're a member of the same church. Yes. Don't expect goodies from the relationships in your body of Christ.
0: Right. Because it's
1: very easy to do. Sure, absolutely. If someone wants to bless you, if the roofer hears, man, they got some leaks. He said, I'll tell you what, let me come over. I'll take a look at it. I'll bring just one other guy, and you pay for the material, and we'll do it for... 200 bucks, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll fix your roof in some way. Sure. But don't expect that because you have a relationship in the church that that will get you temporal or physical benefits. Yeah. Oh, I like the way that came out. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Yeah. Falls right in line with the, I want to be a better person. Absolutely. None of
0: that matters, boys and girls. I want to be a better person and I want a better
1: Life. I want a better experience in in what this life is. We had mentioned hmm, uh, a few weeks, a couple, three, uh, sometime in the past. Um, (laughs) Wait. (laughs) (laughs) um, About uh, what kind of body is a resurrection body, and I'm not going into that right now. Did we talk about that? Well, you and I talked. Maybe we I didn't know, say it. I, on I know a, you and I talked about
0: it, okay. but I don't know. I don't know that we did an episode on
1: it. No, we didn't do an episode on it, but I think it came out as a future topic. Okay. A potential future topic. Okay. But I've been doing some some study because it was an, an idea of mine that I haven't really ever understood what a resurrection body was. Okay. Okay. Once you start to look at it, this physical fleshly realm becomes incredibly unimportant uh, in terms of what it brings to you and the experience of it. Um, I, God is allowing me to have some physical things going on that are ripping that idea away from me, yep. um, that my flesh means something. Um, yep. In general, in my life, he's had to absolutely just pummel me to get me to look at things and really understand where he is because I am a stubborn and arrogant person, <laughs> mostly stubborn, but extremely arrogant and stubborn about my arrogance and sometimes arrogant about my stubbornness. Um, for those of you who know me, there you go. Greg Hodges, you're my boy. Um, <laughs> I love that cat. <laughs> and Christina, you are a saint, his wife, um, <laughs>
0: She gotta be. She's gotta be. <laughs> um, it's
1: here's here's kind of the 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 nut in this the moment. Okay. Um, are we portraying to the outside world as a church? Are we portraying to the outside world who we want them to see? or are we portraying God and our relationship with God and what God is intending for them to see? Yeah, good. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really important question to me because it's very easy to take, to place importance on the appearance. Oh. Yeah, that's me talking. On the appearance of 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 a church's belief system or their, oh God. Using the word
0: doctrine. What <laughs> doctrine <laughs>
1: when churches become more ah uh uh-huh. when they become more entranced with their doctrine, they present a different kind of culture to the outside world or to other churches than really what God intended.
0: Yeah. I I, I don't see well, hmm. Not to keep uh, to sound like, you know, it drives me nuts sometimes when people are like, "Oh, well, my church is this, and my church is this, and my church is this," right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I get it because I'm that way with ours, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You're mm-hmm. part. It's I'm a part of this body. I love these people. Obviously, I feel like I'm called here. So yeah, and there is a sense of loyalty to the people, right? Here and, too, and, and and you know one one of the thing one of the things that um, that I enjoy about our church mm-hmm. is that there is such a huge emphasis put on uh, the fact that none of that other bullcrap matters, Right, like it is uh, over and aboundingly put down Yes, when it tries to rise up. It is pinched. Uh, yeah, because the only thing that matters is, are you doing what God told you to do, where he told you to do it, when he told you to do it? Mm-hmm. Outside of that, nothing else matters. Mm. Right. And is there some way that
1: I, as a brother in Christ, can help you do what God is doing in your world? Right. Or not? Right. Might not be my, you know, might not be my bailiwick. Go right ahead.
0: Yeah. And if I can say this openly and confidently if our body of Christ ever changed from that mm-hmm. and became something else, yeah. and started placing importance upon things that uh didn't matter mm-hmm. and, and and actually putting them to the forefront as as what matters I don't I wouldn't attend here anymore there, <laughs> I
1: wouldn't there is a conscious effort to not make individuals in leadership the face of B ministries absolutely there is a it is a conscious decision to not yeah um, people want to attach, uh, yep. Their own experience or feelings about people here at the church, and I just look at them. You know what? We're all human. Yeah. If there's anybody in this church that's going to look at you and go, "I'm not a sinner," then I, we need to talk. We need to sit down and have a conversation.
0: Right. Let me sit next to them because I'll find it. Oh yeah. It's like, poke, 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 poke. Oh poke, there right. it is. It's like, it's like my boy Christian Minyard always says, "We all fall short." Yeah. Right. We yeah. all fall short. Yeah. And. You know, from top down, our pastor is just as much of a sinner as I am. Oh, yes. Just as much of a sinner as the guy who checked into the homeless shelter last night. Yeah. You know, and and it's one of those things where he'll actually tell you those guys probably are more righteous than he is. They they are, (laughs) yeah.
1: They're they're at a place where God is actively working, and they don't have stuff to... I've been that guy. Yeah. So uh, there's not stuff to get in the
0: way. Yeah, you don't have any... uh, responsibilities, quote unquote, mm. to get in the way. Right. Right. You, you don't have, it's like Paul said, I would rather you not be married because that's just going to get in the way. Now that's mm-hmm. something else you have to mm-hmm. arrange things with and fight with in order to obey God. Cause now you have to consider your family in the, in the eyes of that. Right. right? And so right. it's one of those things where like so many people, <laughs> what's the, I always say it's everybody wants to be a welder until it's time to do welder stuff, right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah. so, same thing applies in the church. Everybody wants to be uh, in leadership until it's time to do leadership stuff. Absolutely. Right. And Absolutely. so, uh, so yeah, and, and culture is such a weird word, anyway, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. but culture within church is so varied from mm-hmm. place to place. And you have churches like I know that there's there there are churches like in in downtown Columbus, that the culture inside of that body is very much geared and oriented towards downtown Columbus. Well, absolutely, right. And 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 that would be out of place
1: in Marion. Oh, it would yeah, it would be out of place in. Westerville or Dublin or Worthington.
0: I forget that Columbus is like a whole bunch of small cities put together. A, where I come from, everything's small enough to where it's, it's a, one thing. It's a whole metropolitan area. <laughs> I
1: mean, there are churches that require you to, in, in and I, I have firsthand knowledge of this, that require you to give them your W-2s so they can determine the level of tithing. Mm. Now I would be out the door so fast, I'd you'd, and there would be fists flying.
0: You know, I heard Mike talking about that one time that there are churches that require you to give them their tax information, and they mm. want to see your checkbook, blah blah blah, to make yes. sure that you're paying your tithes, right, and to the proper and fullest amount. Yes. And I, <clears throat> apologies. That this this is also a church that has a school attached to it. I've a, never experienced a K
1: through twelve school, and the teachers have deducted from their check a tithe. To the church, even if they are not a member there. Now,
0: I do that out of my checks. Well, yeah. Just because I forget to pay them. Oh, okay. So I automatically have the 10% taken off the top of my paycheck. Right. Because I want to make sure I pay my tithes, Mm -hmm. not because anybody's forcing me to. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that I like about the culture here is that one person gets to look at that. Right, he's the treasurer. Right, and he only looks at it to make sure all the tax documents are in. Exactly at the end of the year. Exactly, right? No one is measuring or gauging. Right, ever, and it's when Mike told me that the, the, the churches do that, I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" Like, I, I, I would probably fist fight somebody over. I mean, that's just my whole personality, my my struggle with authority, my whole. Mm-hmm. Why are you in my business? Mm-hmm. Right. That's not that's none of your business. That's between me and God. Right. That's not between me and the church. That's between me and God. Yeah. It's not because I don't want to share that with you, and I am I, I certainly would. But
1: if you're making it a prerequisite mm-hmm. for membership in right. your
0: church according to your <laughs> doctrine. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that that's my thing, is that like I willingly pay my tithes and sometimes I even go above and beyond that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm obeying God, Mm -hmm. right? That's between me and God. has nothing to do with the church. Right. What is that? Did you find a new sound effect? No, I did not. Was that your stomach? No. (laughs) So you need to see more than a brain doctor, bud.
1: Maybe it's the
0: other end of my brain that's not (laughs) working so well. I, I believe that was a... a I believe a that was a toilet flushing <laughs> was, and the water
1: rushing through the pipe.
0: That was a, that above was a our heads. pipe that goes through the wall here. That's it's, interesting. It's a working in progress. We, we, <laughs> are, <laughs> we, we are surrounded by so many feet of concrete, and yet that happened. That was fun. <laughs> that was really fun. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead.
1: So, well, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I, I wonder if now, maybe now at this point we've kind of beaten that horse to a
0: pulp. I don't know. I don't know because there's so many facets... Of it right right in, in well look at the Catholic Church if there is a a, co- I'd rather not
1: well if there is a you know, having spent some time time in a Catholic church um, reduced tuition is a real motivator.
0: I've actually never this is this is a true story. I've actually never in my life been inside of a Catholic church. Well we're going to road trip, we're going to go to one. I really want to because one they're beautiful they are. most usually
1: almost all. I take
0: that back. I did go inside of a Catholic church. My my sister uh, attended a head start that was funded by the Catholic church when okay. we were kids. Yeah. In, yeah, East, yeah, yeah. In, in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. The Catholic church though was like not much more than like a pretty double wide. Yeah. It, it didn't yeah. really look like your typical Catholic church. Yeah. But the, the culture in a Catholic church that's what I was talking about.
1: Yeah. Was it in most Catholic churches. And and I would say the majority of In my experience, what I know, which is Central Ohio, in that diocese of Catholic churches, the culture is one of service. Okay. And service in a very positive, godly way. And it's not because you get something out of serving, it's because this is what God said. Okay. Um, Catholic churches, there is a real bent toward works.
0: From yeah, I, I don't know a whole lot about it, but from my understanding, yes,
1: yeah, yeah, what you do matters to God, and in your climbing the ladder to God, we'll just put it that way. Okay, and um, and not every Catholic church is the same way. Um, it's dependent on the priest or the Monsignor, or even, it depend dependent upon the bishop.
0: I'm sorry, the what? The priest. I got that one.
1: Or the Monsignor.
0: What, what? What? Okay. If you You're are going to have to explain, I'm, uh, I'm but a poor okay. country boy. If
1: you, if you are a uh, dedicated, uh, I don't want to use the word successful, but efficient priest. If your parish is growing, <clears throat> if you are a good steward of what the Catholic Church has given to you to grow, in other words, your parish. Okay. then after a period of time, I think seniority is actually involved. You may be elevated to a monsignor. M-O-N-S-I-G-N-O-R. French. Probably Italian. Okay. But it it is. Um, But it's, there again, we're climbing the ladder of a career. You know... in a
0: church, yeah, which it, makes me icky. Not not dissimilar to not the the little of How about we speak words that make sense and stuff. Um, the church that I uh, attended when I got saved, mm-hmm. that denomination, mm-hmm. uh, sort of the same. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not changing title or ranking up. Sometimes change the title and ranking up, yeah. leveling up, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but what happens is all of a sudden God calls you to a bigger, better church. Yes. And, and all of a sudden uh, now you are uh, you went from pastoring a, a, a 60 to 70 member church mm-hmm. and you grew it to 100 and started a youth group. Mm-hmm. And so now the denomination's like, cool, we have another church over here that needs some help. They got about 200 people. Are you interested in that? Right. Yes. Yeah, suddenly I think God is calling me over there. Yeah. Is there a pay raise involved? Yes, there is. Oh, there is. Okay. D- that is definitely the voice of God. Yeah. Right. Next thing you know, the same guy that was your youth pastor in a 75 to 100 member church a year later is now pastoring a two to 300 member church in North Carolina on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um because is that that's an where, because that's where God called him. <laughs> uh, now I'm not saying that God didn't call him. I'm saying it looks really sketchy from the outside looking in. Right.
1: Which is another reason that we're not going to measure someone else's relationship with God or their
0: church. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying right. that God didn't tell God very well could have told him to go do that. Right. It's not my job to play Holy Spirit and decide that. What right. I'm saying is from the outside looking in and not being uh, here's another part of broken part of church culture. I don't know how it is in the Catholic church, but most churches, not this one, another reason why I like it, but most churches, you don't get to have a relationship with the pastor or most people in leadership.
1: Unless you are in senior leadership.
0: Correct. There, are, the there is a circle. separation between leadership and congregation members. And here... It's not that way. No. Um, And anyway, sorry, the broken part that I was talking about is that, and I didn't have a good enough, a close enough relationship with that person Mm -hmm. to know if when he said, ah, God's calling me to go do this thing, sorry, Mm -hmm. right? Is that I didn't have enough, close enough relationship to say, hey, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not entirely sure that is God. Are you sure you're not just chasing money, right? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're not just trying to get better opportunities? Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't say that because I didn't have that relationship. Right. And I think that's a huge broken part of church culture that we're talking about amongst all churches.
1: Right. Even in non-denominational churches. Yeah, sure. Um, I grew up in a, a non-denominational church. Um, that's just a Baptist church with a cool website. We didn't have websites. But we had Bible Bowl.
0: <laughs> Bible Bowl? We had Bible Bowl, baby. Um,
1: and a really good men's softball team. Um, I wish we did. Sunday doubleheaders. headers. <laughs> <laughs> but in this church, the the preachers, the senior ministers, what they're called now, but they were called sure. preachers, um, it, it became, that particular church kind of became a stepping stone to senior leadership in Bible colleges around the country. Really? Yes. Okay. It was a very academic church, very intellectual, erudite. And it, one, two, two or three of the senior ministers went from that church to the presidency of a Bible college. Interesting. Now they were good men. Okay, I'm not knocking any sure. of those guys. If you guys sure. know what church I'm talking about, don't 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 run around and go. Sure, hey, 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 hey. sure. It's sure. not what I'm saying. Um, but there is that stepping stone. Oh, if you go to this church, then people are going to notice. Yeah, people across the country will know where you are. There are churches all over the country. Cincinnati, I know of churches. Canton, if you're in a, a senior minister there, people are noticing, and they're going to see where you go next. And it's very close to a career move. And people are, and I have seen younger ministers sort of jockey and search their options in their first church out of Bible college so that they know that it's at least on a path to get them toward that perhaps. I've watched it happen.
0: Interesting, I, you know, we're, we're at 52 minutes right now. Okay, that's what I was asking. About. I'm wondering. <laughs> I didn't. I I thought you were checking your pulse. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, real quick, sort of the same thing because I'm a musician and I pay attention to musicians and, and worship stuff. Right? There are a couple of very large, uh, I'll say, famous uh, mm-hmm. churches that have uh, quote unquote schools of ministry. Yes, um, that uh, I call them worship leader factories. Yeah. Um, they have schools where these people go and they learn how to be a worship leader. Yes, and uh, there's nothing. I, I don't have a problem with that. If God's called you to be a worship leader and you don't know how to play an instrument, you should probably go learn. Yeah. Uh, if, if if you think God's called you to be a worship leader and you don't know anything at all about music theory mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. you should probably learn that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you need to go to school to learn that what I'm saying is if God tells you to go to that school go to that school right however, I have noticed that uh, much like you were saying with the with the with the guys who are preachers uh, there is, seems to be a fast track if you go to this school when you come out they pump you into a already working machine yes and within two years of you graduating, You've got a a huge album release, and you're leading worship in a 3,000-member church. And you're
1: able to be plugged into a role. Yep. Because you fit the profile. Yep. You you have been molded. Yes. Um, I did find something in some of my searching and looking, and and I I wanted to read this. This is a quote from a man by the name of Brian Zond. Z-A-H-N-D. I know absolutely nothing about him. Other than that, he wrote this little blurb, a uh, part of which I agree with, so I'm going to read it. The other part I don't agree with, so it shan't be read. I um, see. It's he's got a website called thehappygivers.com. I'm not completely knowing what that is. Okay. Here's what he said. We all make errors in our theology. Okay. You and me both. Sure. So my recommendation is to err on the side of love. Always. Why? Because God is not doctrine. No. God is not denomination. Uh
0: huh. And God is not hate. Yep. 100% agree. So. Now I want to hear the part that you don't agree with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because God is not doctrine. God is not denomination. God is not war. God is not law. God is not hell. Well, duh. Well, yeah, but there are going to be people that go. Well, then there's no hell, because God's not hell. Well, God's not hell. He's not, but it goes down a path that I don't want to go in terms of this particular presentation. I'm not saying that I disagree with these <laughs> things, but I'm saying, I don't. I didn't want to say them, but now you've
0: talked me into <laughs> saying them. I'm, I'm so sad. God is not hell. <laughs> Why did I sound like Macho Man Randy Savage when I did that? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I I agree with that 100%. People placing too much value on uh, what it looks like, how it moves, how it smells, how it looks, what it tastes like, what it feels like, rather than just saying, hey, we're here to love you and obey you and do whatever you tell us to. Absolutely. Right. And give
1: grace and not sloppy grace. No, not grace. It's not our grace. Right. It's the grace that God provided through Christ. Absolutely. Period, end of sentence. Yep. And it's for everybody. Right. Not just the good guys. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Well? I think we're there. If you have thoughts about what is Christian culture to you, please send them our thoughts because... as you can tell we're kind of working through this ourselves yeah um and and most of this is just personal experience and opinion right so and 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 i would love to know what other people see as christian culture not as a distraction or a a rabbit hole to go jumping down no but i'd i'd like to get different perspectives on what it is so please yep uh that's all i got I got a lot more, but it's, the time is up now. Time's up. So, as <laughs> we say every week, go find somebody to bless, please.
0: Love you, bye.